0: I'm Mike. And I'm Adam. And this is Stuff and Waffle. Two friends talking about stuff, and often as not, waffling with frequent reference to Bond cars. I've been spending a lot of time lately looking at car adverts, because as we have covered... uh, Just lately? (laughs) Just lately. Well, obviously forever, but (laughs) more so of late, Mm. because I am looking for a new trusty steed. Um, And... um, it's always tempting uh, to, well, for us, it's always tempting to try and get a Bond car, isn't it? But, of course, you can't just go for the obvious choices because, you know, the, the, the old bank balance uh, isn't going to let you do it, is it? Yeah, you're not going to a DB5, mate, sorry. You're, you're certainly not. No, well, no, those really have gone bonkers. <laughs> mm. <laughs> but, uh, um, but, of course, there are... Um, Lots of others there are lots of lots of vehicles in which our favorite secret agent has found himself over the decades um that are are not so silly and yeah, um, yeah this is true i've uh, oh I've got a bit of a list okay um, before you fire into it are you are you rigidly adhering to cars that Mr. Bond has been in, or would you consider villain vehicles as potentials as well i would consider those absolutely as potential my particular list only contains cars that mr bond has himself been in not necessarily been at the wheel of that okay. has been in but no i think if it features in the movie and it can be had for not silly money then uh, i think uh, i think it's fair game okay so yeah okay that's fine. A, a then. It, as you say, you're not. Uh, the, there's nothing uh, with an Aston Martin badge on it. There's nothing with a Lotus badge on it. Uh, no, no. But it's, there it's, are. There are. Lots of, Sorry. Uh, lots of other choices. Yes, there are lots of other choices. Uh, are these in any particular order, or just no, no particular order at all? Completely as random. they fell out of your head. As they fell out of the the carefully uh, arranged uh, knowledge. Filed and neatly labelled in my brain. Um, Mm. Yeah, Uh, that's how it happened. Yeah. Okay. Google was Google was not required to build this list, which is slightly disturbing. First thing on the list is actually a car that uh, was is on my uh, buying shortlist, which is the BMW E thirty eight Seven Series. Ah, yes. Well, that's it's going to accelerate to the top of anyone's list, really, that, isn't it? Because... Well, it is, isn't it? It never gets far from the top. Uh, from Tomorrow Never Dies, I should clarify mm. for the listener. Very good. Um, um, but it's it—it's not obscenely priced, as we, no, as we discussed in your potential vehicles. It's not quite at a at timeless all. design.
1: It is a well. very timeless
0: design. Now, to get the exact one as badged in the movie... 750 Um, 750 those are uh, quite rare and still quite pricey i wouldn't consider the 750 as such an affordable bond car but there is some there is some doubt over whether the one in the movie actually was a 750 anyway Mm. um and they suspect it may even have been a 740 or a 730 so yeah, I think what we're looking at for a, for affordable is anywhere ranging from the 7 to 8 up to the 740 isn't it really? I think so. The 750 uh, is probably stretching things to call it affordable. Yeah. Um but BMW E38 7 series generally very affordable if you're not too fussy. Now if you wanted to make a sort of Bond car replica obviously you need one in I believe it was arctic silver. Very good. Um, and you need the uh, just the right alloy wheels. I don't know what they were called. Actually. I don't know what they're called, but they're no. the only ones that you should put on those. Yes. So if you happen to have one that doesn't have those on, then the wheels need to be swapped. And preferably the black interior, uh, although a lot don't have a black interior. But if you're looking sort of at the 728 where those start, I mean, you know, two or three grand will get you a reasonable one now Mm -hmm. um it's a big comfy car isn't it it's a lot of car um, for a couple of grand a lot of car for a couple of grand it really is yeah 2000 uh yeah 2000 2001 vintage will get you uh a 728i for two or three grand yeah like you say that's the the force is strong with those yeah it's gonna it's just it's just a good car Mm, i think so and uh, Um, the fact that it's a bond car can just really just adds to it bonus, isn't it? Yeah, mm. absolutely bonus, even if it isn't, you know, Bob on the same spec as the one in the movie. But then, you know, movie cars often are not the spec that they appear to be anyway. No. Because um, they usually have a few of them, and uh, a lot of them are going to get destroyed, so as long as it looks about right, they're not too fussed if That's they right. get them all the same. So Yeah. Yeah, uh, I think, I know we said this is in no particular order, but I really think that could be Number one. Mm, yeah. Yeah, looking at what else I've got on my list, it is probably the strongest contender. Uh, although there are a couple of others that would make it up high on the list. Yeah, I started strong with that perhaps, but I think uh the E thirty eight seven series should appear on anybody's uh, affordable bond car list if they are shopping for that. Mm, so, okay. Yeah. Okay. Right. Well I'm gonna I'm gonna come up with one that's probably less obvious, I'd say. Okay. uh And having done no research, I'm assuming they're affordable. I mean, you can never tell with cars that are getting slightly older whether they go on silly money, but I really doubt this one has. Sometimes you do get an aberration, don't you? And you think, yeah. why on earth is that selling for that? And that's it. Yeah, like I said, I've not looked up any ads or anything. This is just. This is out of the brain. Uh, right, but I'll get, I'll get eBay at the ready, don't worry. Okay. Uh, and I was thinking the Audi 200 from yes. the Living Daylights. Yes, I'm not sure what they're going for either. I'm just trying to see, and there actually aren't any. Um, none for sale. None for sale at all, which mm. would suggest they've either all disappeared or they are now absolutely stupid money i just i can't see them being stupid money i just wonder if they've just all disintegrated i think they might they yeah i can't find a single one hmm. um so they may have all gone i mean i don't i have to say i don't remember seeing one for quite some time it's no. not even it's not even on the list of possible choices on auto trader there we go <laughs> it's not. You can't search for it. It's not even on the list. You got to think. Maybe I mean, even at the time, do you think they would have been big sellers? Maybe not. No, maybe not. I found an Audi One Hundred, which was similar. Um, it's smaller, wasn't it? Yeah, from nineteen ninety-one, um, and that's up for two grand. But that is the only one. Okay. Well, if we can use that as any sort of gauge, that that that's in the realms of affordable, isn't it? It probably is in the realms of affordable uh, if you can find one. Yes, okay. That's... <laughs> now, there were two, of course, in The Living Daylights. There was a saloon. There was. Later in the movie, there was an estate. That's correct, yes. Yes. Oh, uh, in, in an estate car. <laughs> that's true, isn't it? Because um, the saloon... My- right and thinking the saloon wasn't his actually was it no the saloon no he, he sort of um borrows it off off um saunders the other agent yeah that's right yeah yes he, he takes that the estate is his although we sort of assume it's a higher car ah uh, yes because that's when he's in africa isn't it he's in tangier yeah, yeah. And he he knocks over a pedestrian with it um, it's yeah, just just a minor bump, it's fine. just a little nudge there on the pavement. If you look closely in the movie, it is yeah. there. Yeah, he bumps into an extra. Um, you can imagine him just get terribly, terribly sorry. Yes, he's mm. in the he's in the beige linen suit, and uh, mm. he's got it all going on there. Yeah, Mr. Dalton at his at his finest there. But mm. uh, and yeah, both. the fact that they gave him the estate version later on, I think was was lovely. Mm. Um, yeah, I think. I think Audi were doing a bit of product placement there, do you reckon? I think they were. They didn't yeah. quite overshadow the Aston in that film, but there yeah. is, of course, another appearance of what would be an affordable Bond car, although Bond himself doesn't go in anywhere near it. Um, But there is a Series 3XJ um briefly seen in, in that. I believe the Minister of Defence uh, is chauffeured uh, in it. Um, right, yeah, yeah, I know, I know the bit you mean. Yeah, at the Bladen safe house, and uh, not bomb safe. No, and it didn't turn out to be no, indeed. Well, actually, reasonably unsafe. Reasonably unsafe with those exploding milk bottles. Yeah, absolutely. Oh. Uh, there's a Series One Range Rover um, in that sequence as well. There is. There's the uh, there's a Daimler there as well, isn't there? There is. Yes, yeah. one of those big old things. Yeah. But Bond doesn't go anywhere near those, so they don't qualify. No, all. this is this is true, and I don't think we can class those as affordable either. Even if he had gone mm-hmm. near them, well, you can get a Series Three for an affordable price, but you probably don't want to. Mm. Same is be... true of the Series One Range Rover. Actually, yeah, you don't uh, want a cheap one anymore. No, they're going to be uh, similar problems. Yes, uh, uh, very much so. Yeah. Right. Okay. What's next? What's next is um, we're coming, uh, we're sticking with the 80s for this next one. Uh, And it's one that gets chosen a lot when people do affordable bond car lists. Oh, you know what this is. You know what this is. We are going with the Alfa Romeo GTV6 from Octopussy. Yes. Well, we can all see it drifting away through through shot, can't we? With Mr. Moore pretending to be at the wheel. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) And it's gunmetal grey paintwork and it's Mm. tartan seats. It's all going on. Yes. It is actually a really good driving sequence with that car. Um, Mm. It works really well. Being chased by the uh, German police in their BMW 5 Series works really well. It does indeed. They are absolutely tremendous it's a good like you say an excellent sequence yeah and just oh what a car what a car what a but car. it it does bring into question what is affordable because yeah. i get i get the feeling they've gone up a bit do you reckon yeah. let's let's check let's check uh cuz i haven't researched the prices of these cars okay um but you could be Right, I could um, be right, yeah, because we, I mean, you might be able to get a ship box, I suppose. Well, you probably could have any of these, to be fair. Um, mm. right, uh, yeah, uh, mm. again, what? this is no, not gone, but more... Um, yeah, you, perhaps on the rise, yeah. Um, there's one here which is a 1986 so actually slightly mm-hmm. later than the octopusy car but obviously same shape and everything yeah that is up for twenty-seven thousand. um Good. so not not horrifically gone but yeah probably beyond what we would term as a kind of throwaway affordable yeah yeah i could just pop out and get one of those. Mm, yeah, that that's uh you really have to consider it.
1: You're really you, gonna uh, consider that probably
0: probably build up and and save for a little while. So not impossibly unaffordable. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah on the on the go, I think. Yes. Okay. Um, okay I'm wondering if that's the only one I can find actually. Well they they're not gonna be in plentiful supply are they? That is the only one. <laughs> I can currently mm. see advertised. Yeah, it's very nice actually. It's in a it's silver.
1: Uh, it's, it, that... it,
0: it, I'm, I'm going to have a wild punt and say that won't be in this country. That uh, is not in this country. You're quite <laughs> right. It is in Italy. Ah, there you go. Um, yes. Yes, you're right. That was very good. <laughs> yeah, it's just, so that's, just a, a... that's a left hooker. No, but that's... it does look very tidy. So yeah, those I would suggest are. You could term still affordable, but they're 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 going. I think. It's on the cusp. That one, okay. yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. But still a strong contender. Again, not Bond's official car. He stole it, but it is used in a wonderful sequence. And uh, uh, yeah, I think definitely worth considering if that sort of money uh, is affordable to you. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Uh, that that's fine. Um. Okay, there's, there's there's one that I've thought of which I think you and I will unanimously agree that while it is an affordable bond car, we probably don't want it. <laughs> okay, I wonder if you've got the same next one on your list the same as I have. Okay, um, it's it, it's the BMW Z3. Ah, that okay, that wasn't next on my list, but it is on my list. Yeah, you, yes, from Goldeneye. Mm-hmm. Yes, an utterly pointless vehicle that is there purely for product placement. It serves no purpose in the story. It's an awful car. And, uh, yeah, it's utterly forgettable. Yep. Yes. Just Um, take that one as red now, shall we? We've just summed that up quite (laughs) neatly. Yes, absolutely. Um, Born out, of course, for the fact that James May had one, didn't he, in their Jerusalem adventure. Oh, it, it did not fare well, did it? It did not fare well. Wasn't it head gasket or something like that? Oh, or? all kinds of things went went wrong with it. Yeah, it was breaking down all the time. It was. Oh, he had an auto as well, didn't he? Yes. Really he did. long geared auto, which That's struggled right. with the hills. Yes. I believe he said uh, of the gearbox, uh, many are called, but few are chosen. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> that, that is not a good sales pitch for it. No. No, I mean they look no. Okay, if you're looking for that sort of thing, but you're better off with a Mazda MX Five. Uh, uh, yeah, you are. Uh, yeah. I mean, you're you're better off with a Mazda MX Five in many many situations. Um, no, to be fair, the only thing in Z three territory I would even remotely consider is the Z three M Coupe. Ah, yes, yes, those have quite a following. Um, uh, Yes, but that that's too far removed from bond cars and they're too far removed because of their price. Yes, that, that has no place in this discussion, but it's a valid point if you were looking for a beamer of about that sort of size and shape, then yes. And if you desire a Z3 badge and that that's the one to buy. Otherwise That is the only one to buy. Yeah. Yes. Otherwise be gone. Yes. Absolutely. So okay, what is next? Now we've we're glossed shifting, over that. We're shifting gear here. Gone Um then. Quite dramatically. But again, when you said um this is a perfectly valid affordable bond car, but you probably wouldn't want it. Uh, this fits squarely into that category. In fact, I would say you definitely wouldn't want it. Um, I what you're saying, I definitely won't want it. Uh, neither would I. Okay. I'll I'll be the judge of that. Will you? Yep. <laughs> I think I'm right. Yeah. <laughs> Go on then. The Citroen two C V from your eyes only you see there's a part of me that would be interested no it's, there it's, it's not a hard no. from me oh my word i'm shocked i the only thing is though uh the one that, the the thing that would tempt me the most is quite an early one which doesn't really fit with the film yes because the film what i mean t- yeah the film one is well obviously it's an 80s one so yeah. yeah very different i mean they made them for so long didn't they they did yes. so many different flavours you would look a fur lined ocean going royal class tit in one of those yeah yeah i don't think you i still don't want just, one. I don't just I'm not, I'm not necessarily i just it's not top of my list or anything like that i just there's something about the simplicity that appeals in the same way, a Renault Four appeals. I think it's just just a good basic car. Yeah, it's it's got it's it's utilitarian nature. I, I like that. Yeah, that appeals to you. Yeah. But don't get me wrong. If it's a Bond car list, I'm buying a Seven Series. So don't worry about it. Yeah, I'm not I a If you have to buy one of them, it's not going to be that. No, no but I, I've I've got a bit of time for it. There you go. That's 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 as gushing as I'll get. I've got some okay. time for it. We'll try and gloss over that then. I mean, bonds did get a bit bent, obviously. Um, well, and and uh, and um, Citroen did in fact sell a 007 special edition, complete with bullet hole stickers. Bullet holes in it? They did. That's very true. Yes, they did. Um Look, find Citroen, one of those Citroen made quite a thing of it yeah oh. absolutely find one of those if you can yeah indeed um, it was an interesting choice for what is otherwise a much more serious film it was yeah. a much straighter style than what we'd seen from Roger Moore up to that point apart I mean, from that sequence are we um, are we both going to agree and say the best Roger Moore film yes it's my favorite yes absolutely yeah i think it is the best um he preferred the spy who loved me but um it's it's also strong it is also strong i prefer yeah i really like for your eyes only um it's that and octopussy are my two favorites of his yeah i mean Um, and we can probably unanimously agree that moonraker is right at the bottom oh yeah when, mm. it, when it comes to Mr. Boar and uh, Space and... oh, yeah. Although I do have a car from Moonraker, but we'll come on to that later. Uh, oh, that's on... uh, that's fine. Okay. But the 2CV is absolutely a fo- an affordable Bond car. He drove it himself. He did. Um, he insisted. He insisted, yes. Go backwards, forwards quickly. Um, and, um, <laughs> yes, it, um, it it played quite a role in, in the movie. And... Uh, we all remember it, so yeah. Abs how could you forget? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Love Very good. the country. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know. Oh god, yeah, you used look back and go, That really did spoil it a bit, didn't it? Yes. Yes, it did. Um and as I say, it's a weird sequence in an otherwise much darker film. Uh um, yeah. Uh oh mind you, there is um uh the appearance of a certain prime minister well not her really uh right at the very end yeah. yes So, oh, mr bond really yes yes that's uh give us a kiss yeah that yeah that does uh, d- yeah well it's all right the tension had been broken at that point it's fine Yeah. very much so yeah uh yeah Again, we we had. I mean, they in terms of the casting in that one, they did it generally quite well. In the villains are the same age as Bond, so it kind of works. Yes, Um, yeah, very nice. The female interest is getting a little bit creepy in places, but um, in terms of the villains, I think you could, yeah, they were quite well matched. I thought in that, which which helps. uh, Yeah, yeah. But anyway, we are digressing somewhat from the cars. The Lotus Turbo Esprit, of course, does not feature uh, on this list. Not for us. No. Can't have it. Um no, indeed. Uh the villains Mercedes uh was it in a, uh was it an S class? Was it an early S class? I forget now. My um, goodness me. I'm gonna have to look that up now. You're um, you're asking many things now. I am, aren't I? And um Having not done my research, here we go. It was... Uh, buh, buh, buh. No, it wasn't. A, it was just a 200D. It was a, a base-spec 200D, which, given okay. that they threw it off a cliff, is probably probably reasonable. Of course, yeah. He, uh, he uh, chucked the uh, pin and gave him a kick, didn't he? That's right. You yep. left this with Ferrara, I believe. Yes, and then kicks him off the cliff, which apparently Roger Moore had huge problems with. He he didn't want to do it. He felt it wasn't very Roger Moore Bond. But um, um, I think, uh, well, it's probably not. But it it made for a most excellent film because it because of the sinister elements. Yeah, I think it worked extremely well. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, he had no head for heights. There you go. There you go. But it was just a lowly 200D. It wasn't anything... Nothing fancy. Nothing fancy. That, you could probably argue... You could probably get one of those, actually, without too much fuss. Oh, yeah, I suppose so. I mean, it's not going to be pence, but, yeah, you'd probably be right. It's probably not going to be silly money, but Bond never went in it or drove it or anything like that. He just kicked it off the cliff, so... Shot the windscreen and then kicked it over the cliff, so... This is true. This count, is but... very true. Um, anyway, moving on. Okay. Here's here's another one that I'm not convinced you'd want one of these, but I I, I would say no. Uh-huh. Just for obscurity reasons. Uh and it's one we all love. Uh the Renault 11. Uh again on my list. Yes. Yes, it's a strong choice uh from a view to a kill. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I'd I'd prefer a whole one if I was gonna have one though. Yeah, it did get a bit divided up, didn't it? Yeah. Oh, it doesn't doesn't suggest that the build quality is tip top, does it? It doesn't, does it? No, because it knit it that hard. No. <laughs> uh no, absolutely. Um I'm just having a look, see if there are any for sale. And uh I'm drawing a blank, not a one. Oh blimey. Yeah, not a one. Let's What about what if we what if we uh, head over to uh, France and check their lovely, lovely website. What? <laughs> the country's just got the one website. <laughs> um, no, uh, the one I'm thinking of is Le Bon Croix. Oh, okay. They sell many things. Do they? Okie dokie. See if there's one on there then. Yep, there you go. None of them are in tip-top state, but there are some on there. Yeah, so understand. you would have to go to France, but there okay. are some. Well, we had to go to Italy for the Alpha GTB6. So Yes, um, so no, we're you. fine. And, and for sensible money? Yes. Uh, I think this is just to make it appear in listings. Ah, yes, there you go. Uh, it's going to cost you... Uh, one one thousand two hundred and eighty euros oh well that's yeah i think we can definitely say that's affordable it, yes. it's not in tip-top condition for that money and my french isn't brilliant i think that's the french equivalent of uh spares and repairs <laughs> okay spares. yes okay fair enough oh no i've um, i've gone down the rabbit hole slightly um, there's there's a working one for two and a half thousand euros. Oh, there we go then. Yes, there oh, we go. that's lovely. That'll do. Right no, move away, move away before you click buy. You <laughs> yes. Very good, very good. Right. It isn't used for long in the movie, and it does get fairly smashed up. But... Uh, no, but again, we all remember it. Yeah, we all remember it, and Bond did himself drive it. Yes, he of... did. Don't worry about where the fuel tank is. Um, sorry. <laughs> <no>. <laughs> yeah, well, at least there's a front-wheel drive car. They didn't ignore that. Yeah, um, this is true. Yes. Oh, There'd dear. have been enough in the system just to get him a bit, you know, be fine. You reckon? I'm stretching. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Came <laughs> halfway across bloody Paris on that. Yes. Long pipes in that at the front. Long pipes. Yeah, absolutely. I don't believe he made one of his silly quips about that car, either. Um, he was concentrating. He was, yeah. Trying to catch up with Grace Jones there. Yeah, mm. uh, yeah. There, there's that pervy thing you're on about. Yeah, very, very bad in that film. Yes. Yeah, not not good, not good. Not good in that at all, no. Really quite disturbing, especially at the end. Um, oh, the shower. That is not soap. Um, Ugh. Shall we move on? Yes, let's yes. do that. I'm going back to Mr. Connery, because we're much safer with that. Yes, not a pervert. No. I'm going back to Mr. Connery, and I'm going right back to the beginning of Bond here. Gonna... And I am choosing the Sunbeam Alpine from... Mm, yeah. yeah, you get away with that. The first Bond car. Well, while well, again, you're... it's not pence, but it... they're not obscene. No, uh, no, not at all. Ranging from sort of two to four grand up to about fifteen, sixteen.
1: Um, yeah, that's so within the realm of sensible. Ones. So yeah,
0: I think you could you could have one of those without too much fuss and bother. Yeah, mm. um, they're all the ones I'm currently seeing advertised a little bit later. Um, the one obviously, in Doctor No would have been in nineteen sixty two, but um, yeah, there's a few around. So that's definitely doable. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, it's know a anyth- good choice. I don't know anything about them? No, but um, funny little British sports car, aren't they? Uh, yeah, yeah. That it, it. It just looks cool. That's that's half of it, isn't it? I think they're on their way to a funeral. Yes. Yeah. Very good. Yeah, you didn't. You didn't quite get the accent on that. But uh, yeah. I'm not going to try it. I think no, that was on purpose. The funeral yes mm. gonna come yeah. out of it looking like a dick yeah I don't think we should go there no 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 no, no. let's let's let's, let's let's not be daft. it's moving on yes yes right here's is one that uh I thought of uh from let's say a weak film and a villain vehicle actually as well okay. Uh, but a vehicle that can be had sensibly Uh priced-ish, Jag XK. Now, yeah, yeah, I don't have that on my list, actually, although I did think of it. It's technically an XKR in the film. Technically, Um, yes. uh, Again, you wonder whether it actually was, but... Yes, indeed. I have, uh, yeah, I mean, I've looked at those. They're not silly money. They're more expensive than the XK8. But uh, yeah, uh, that's a solid choice. Um, it was quite a late one in Die Another Day. Oh yeah, it had, it had some trimmings. I mean, more than rockets and things. Yeah, it had all sorts of gubbins on that. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, the only thing is, it's like, well, it does have the thing. You know, well, it's not technically a Bond car because it was villains, and it's associated with the film that we all don't want to be associated with. Yeah, that would possibly rank even lower than moonraker actually yeah yeah yeah, yeah it could because we discussed uh the other day actually off off podcast didn't we that you think when you think back about moonraker yeah i, I believe you said it that the first sort of half two thirds is actually quite yeah. a good film the first half of the film is is not bad yeah it all goes wrong at the end the first mm. half isn't isn't bad it changes styles halfway through yes um quite dramatically and um it's okay up to him so the, to boat arriving, chase, really. the boat chase yeah um when he arrives in in south america yeah um, up to that point yeah it's okay after that yeah yes pew pew all goes a yeah. little bit wrong Yes. A little bit shit. (laughs) Yeah. Hmm. I think he's attempting re-entry, sir. Oh, God. (laughs) It's a shame, because they actually had a really strong actor playing the villain in that. Um, Oh, a bit of Michael Lonsdale there. Michael Lonsdale, a wonderful actor. And again, in the first half of the movie, really strong. Positively Um, sinister. Yeah. Look after Mr. Bond. See that some heart. Comes to him, yes. yes. Oh, and oh my goodness, uh, yes. Pushing the uh, the boundaries of sexual politics again. A woman, yes. Oh, for the love of God, your powers of observation view you credit, Mister Bond? Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's bad. That's really yeah. bad in that film because he does it over and over again. Every time that character comes on screen. He's making some remark. It's really bad. Mm, it's not good, is it? I, no. I, I know it's of an age, but my God, yeah, but he didn't do it in earlier films. I, I mean, know. in the previous film, he's teamed up with a female Russian spy.
1: They this is made true any
0: of those comments. um, she's very much no. an equal in the story. Um, this is this is true. I mean, you're never going to piss off a Russian, but that's um, true, and she or had already threatened to kill him when she found out he um, shot her boyfriend. Well, but she promised uh, to kill him. She did, and then, yeah, he got his <laughs> thing out. And anyway, um, it, it, it champagne. Um, yeah, that's it. Yes. However, bring the British ha- end up, sir. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, it's bad. Mm. But yeah, no, the sexism in Moonraker is is really really bad. Um, yeah yeah really terrible but uh, i have to say it's a film of two halves it does go wrong anyway uh, we've digressed somewhat from the xkr in down of the day that is a a strong choice sir yes there we go bring it back there we go yes, nicely yes, done recovered the podcast there we were we were about to spin off into a ditch although i do have um a moonraker selection do it do it sir it is a car that appears in two Bond films. Uh, not okay. the same one. Um, uh, but Bond only travels in it in Moonraker, and that is the Rolls-Royce Silver Shadow. Oh, yes, he does travel in that, doesn't he? He does. He is chauffeured to his, from the airport to his hotel in one. Um, mm-hmm. And there is also one in Licence to Kill, but I don't think Bond himself ever goes in it. Um, uh I uh, don't know, not behind the wheel, certainly. No, I would have to check on that, actually. I'm not 100% confident, but there's one there. Certainly, I think Q is using it at one point. I get Um, a feeling, actually, that he may have taken a trip from the hotel to the bank in it. That's a possibility, yes, chauffeured in it. Oh, and in fact, there's one in For Your Eyes Only as well that Bond is chauffeured in silver oh, shadow is there because he goes when he goes back with mrs brosnan to of course yeah it's her car isn't it yes it's her car yeah yes. yes Yes, you're right uh that's a silver shadow as well so it actually appears a few times now those are uh definitely affordable if you're not too picky oh yeah i mean they can be a little rough around the edges uh, hmm. as harry well knows yes harry well knows. i mean he got his for about four grand on ebay um, yeah, you, you and... can pick up a shad for for not a lot of money, and although the bodywork goes mechanically, they're fairly solid. Yeah, they're fairly. I mean, they're quite agricultural, really. Yeah, they are. They're, they're not. Yeah, they're not as clever as you might expect. Yeah, they're quite. But they're because of that, they're quite rugged. Yeah, um, and you think the suspension—if you scratch off all the roll stickers—they're essentially Citroen. Citroen, isn't it? It uses the same. Uh, Oil filled, all the spheres sphere, and all that, yeah, isn't it that they yeah. came from the Citroen DS? Yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Mechanically, they're fairly well bulletproof, but oh, they do rust. Yes, oh, you can have one for not a lot of money um yeah. it will probably need a little bit of work you're probably buying a, a little bit of a mild restoration project but yep. um you can have a running and driving silver shadow for for not a lot of uh not a lot of money mm. so I solid advice absolutely, absolutely um belong on this list they appear in numerous times so it, are you saying was that actually on your list or is that just a late entry no no we that was on my list that okay was on my that's list. fine yes that's yes, fine yes, indeed was okay uh, did you say you had another one Moonraker related? Or was that... Uh, no, or... uh, no, that was, that's the one I was referring to. That was the to. one. Right, okay, that's mm-hmm. fine. Getting myself muddled. Right, okay. <laughs> My may list I, is in no particular order. May I bring it slightly more modern? Ooh. You and may. Daniel Craig. <laughs> I think I know what this is going to be. In a lovely Mondeo. Ah, the Mark IV Mondeo. Mm. Yeah. Although so, his yeah. was technically was his was a prototype, wasn't it? It wasn't. I have heard tell. One. I have heard tell that it was a prototype and it wasn't entirely finished. And there was some wood holding some of the doors on. Yes, <laughs> it's fine, but it it looked the part. It certainly did. It hadn't been released at that point. Yeah. That's right. Yep. Uh, and of course, Ford. Um, oh my God! Owned everything, everything. and everything. They Is owned it? Jaguar, Aston Martin. <laughs> Land Rover. Land Rover, and funnily enough, that's the only things in the car park uh, yeah. at, at the uh, club in Nassau. We've, there? we've touched on this before. You oh, look yeah, at that indeed. car park in Nassau, every single car, we've got Range Rovers of every variety. Jag X-Type, S-Type, XJ, XK, everything the company makes is in mm. that car park. And uh, well, maybe that's maybe they've got the monopoly in the Bahamas. We just don't know. We just don't know. Maybe that's it. Maybe every vehicle there, but they also Montenegro. It seems suffers from the same problem. Well, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) XJs everywhere. Mm. (laughs) Oh dear! And even the um, the old vehicle that transports them from the train station to the hotel is a Daimler. Is a Daimler. Yes. Absolutely! Oh, good yes. heavens! <laughs> it is just wall to wall Ford branding there, mm. isn't it? It's everywhere, and the fact that he drove the new Mondeo to the hotel, which we presume is a hire car, so you sort of say, well, that's probably fair enough. If he's mm. gone to the hire desk at the airport and said, "What have you got?" A Mondeo is not unreasonable. It's what that car park at the hotel is stocked with that's the issue. Yes, I mean, I know it's a fancy hotel and club and all that, but you've got to think, if they're all that rich, there's a good chance you can have some Ferraris and Porsche in the uh, car park there, surely. Not while the Ford marketing executive Executive is on site, you're not. Oh, my God. I mean, while while we praise Casino for Al for what it did to the franchise. Oh, yeah, it's a wonderful um, film yeah we 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 have to give them a slap round the head for what they did with product placement and that. It's it wasn't bad. just the cars. it was it was everything. It was everything. Ever- oh, the one bit that really made me want to puke uh, was again at the club where he breaks in to look at the CCTV footage and he pulls out uh, a blu-ray that's been recorded on from the shelf and opens the very carefully positioned Sony Blu-ray player and yes. positions the disc in the tray just so, so that you can see every bloody label on the Sony disc. Oh, absolutely. Just piss off. Oh, the money they the paid to have that done. Oh, yeah. But it's all over. I mean, the watches as well. The, the watches, on, that's The scene different. on the train. The scene on the train. It is different, yes. Because um, we... We're, Chaps like us of a certain age, we we desire an expensive watch. True. There's something special well, about that. Yeah. That, that's fine. We we will happily lust over that and pour research into which one to buy. Mm. However, it's wasted when you go, please buy this Sony Blu-ray player. Couldn't give a shit. <laughs> I will buy the cheapest Blu ray player. I don't care. Yes, it's fair point. You go, Oh yeah, but that's the one that Bond uses. Couldn't give a shit. I have to oh. admit something here. Oh god. What have you bought? <laughs> no, no. No, but, not recently. At the time. I did buy the same mobile phone that Bond uses in that the Sony Ericsson. Yeah, Christ. Sorry. Oh no. I did didn't you... have it. I didn't have it long and it was replaced <laughs> with an iPhone 3. <laughs> But I did buy the phone. Oh, God. Sorry. When that. you started drinking beer, did you look buy lots of Heineken? No, I didn't. Oh, no, right. no, I didn't. No, I didn't. And I didn't buy an Amiga Seamaster because I couldn't afford it. No, that's... it's t- too much. <laughs> yeah, it is. <sighs> but they got Rolex mentioned as well. Even uh, though they that's t- not the watch he was wearing. No, <laughs> I've, re- I've, I've said this to you before. Rolex is too crass for Bond. Yes, it is. it is rolex is the thugs watch i know this probably going to get people shouting but a rolex is the expensive watch you buy when you don't know about expensive watches yes you buy it because you've come into some money yeah and you think watch like a rolex sounds good Yeah. yeah Amiga is the thinking man's choice, I'm afraid. Yeah. Um, uh, and if, uh, mind you, if the thinking man has bottomless pits for pockets, he'll get a Patak Philippe. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. <laughs> Bond actually has worn a Rolex in the early novels, I believe. He wore a Rolex. I think you're um, right, but never yeah. on screen. No, 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 it's always been Amiga. It's early screen. doors, yeah. In, but bit, I think yeah. Casino Royale, there's been lots of close-ups of Bond's watch over the years. I mean, he's had a Casio and a Sanyo as well, but... Sheer magnetism, darling. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Sorry. That that was an Amiga. Um, that was. I just yeah. had to get that in there. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, in Casino Royale, it was so upfront, the fact that, you know, she asked him, I think mm. what did she say? Uh, owned your watch, Rolex, Omega. Mm. Um, to have Bond actually say the name of the, the how many millions of pounds did they pay <laughs> to have that done? I'm willing to bet they sold some watches off the back of that because I'm correct in thinking there was uh, a watch tie-in with that. There was. Yes, a casino royale. There was a special Bond, edition. There was a Bond version of it, yes, which I believe had 007 logos mm. on the on the sort of background of the face. I'm sure that has a name. Um, but um, yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, yes. we have digressed somewhat from the cars, but yes, it's fine. Product, it's fine. The product placement uh, in that was not limited to the cars for sure. <laughs> yes, and not subtle. Oh so, God, no, no. Uh, absolutely not. I don't think there's a scene. In the movie that doesn't contain a, <laughs> a car of some sort. No, it's a bit much <laughs> isn't it. Everywhere. Um, however, right. another car. Here we go. Another car. Right. I'm. Oh. I'm again going. I'm going villainous. Uh, isn't it? It's my turn, isn't it? Uh, I don't know. No, you yeah, did. You, just... you did Moonraker, didn't you? Yeah. And yeah you I don't... Did the mon- You did the Mondeo. Okay. No, you. You are absolutely correct. I'll. <laughs> I wind my neck in. Your turn. Hang on. I'm not being brushed aside like that. However, (laughs) my next choice uh, is a Jaguar. Now, Bond hasn't been behind the wheel of many Jags. He's been in a few. Uh um, But my next one, he was actually behind the wheel of. And again, we're sticking with the Daniel Craig era. And it's the Jaguar XJL from Skyfall. Oh, yes. Uh, M's car, yeah. yep, um, a 2010, I believe, uh, black, uh, long wheelbase XJ, and Bond uh, does get behind the wheel of that when he sort of kidnaps M um, yes. and takes her to his dodgy lockup where he's got the DB5, which we assume has been tucked away in there since 1962, but is absolutely mint. Um, yeah, you couldn't claim that as a Bond find; it's pristine. <laughs> 1964, sorry, no. 65 yes. no, 65 yeah. because it was last seen in Thunderbolt. Um, uh, yes very correct very correct if we're sticking to the timeline which of course casino royale doesn't um, no no don't do no sense chronologically at all don't don't even bother trying to figure that out no it doesn't work on any level nope um but the uh the XJL um yeah it's seen in a number of scenes uh, with the glorious uh, Judy Dench, lovely lady, uh, lovely lady, and um, yeah, I think works really well in yes in that film. Uh, and those can be had for you can get one of those exactly the same spec as the one in the movie for five six grand now. Um, that's crazy, isn't it? That's, yeah. that's a, again a lot of car. Oh, enormous, especially the long wheelbase version. They are vast. Oh yeah, you can't <laughs> park that. No, they're huge vehicles. Mm. Uh, but they've got some presence to them, mm. um, very imposing, especially in black. Definitely, big old beast. So um, now that's not the only XJ that Bond has been in. So are I could we? Lump, uh, could lump the two together? Yeah, I think so. I think we're about to lump in the one that we touched on. Yes, that's on on my list. Yes, that's correct. Yeah. The uh, the previous generation uh, XJ Sport Premium uh, from Spectre, um, which is we assume is M's personal car. Um, yes, the new yep. M, of course. Ray finds and mm. it gets absolutely mullered. It does, but... and while while we're on the topic, this is quite a tangent, but. Eight and a half make a good M. Oh, brilliant. Not since uh, Bernard Lee. I If d- we had an M like that? Yes. I tell you what, actually, the one thing that really just excited me, uh, at the end of Skyfall, mm. when we go to M's office, how visually reminiscent is that office of the early ones? Oh yeah, I mean that's obviously deliberate, isn't it? But yeah, but it, the paneled walls and the portraits and the the leather bound the volumes. Door. Oh, yeah. And the, the door, the, the yes. as well, yes. Yeah. Oh. the double door with the leather yeah. padded front. Yeah. I mean it's yeah. It's clearly been done very carefully, to be a replica of of the early M's office. Yeah, and that's you ready to get back to work, double O seven? Yes. oh it just pleased me enormously that that was it's brilliant that yeah he is such a good M. I agree Mm. Um, and not to take anything away from what judy dench with no not at all no that she's thrown a spin on that yeah most definitely yeah but i just thought i mean it's really difficult because you think back over the years and poor old uh mr fines has been in some films that are a bit shit. <laughs> it, it, yes, he's one of those that you do wonder. You look at some of them in his in his canon, and you say, "Yeah, you did that for the money, didn't you?" Yeah, you look back yeah. and go, "My God, that, that, that one was true. to pay off the mortgage, wasn't it?" You didn't bother about reading the script much. The, the one that really annoyed the piss out of me. I mean, <laughs> uh, I'm sure you'll agree, uh, the Avengers. Oh, God. Awful. Awful, awful, awful. Yeah. And, yep, absolute yeah. turd. Absolutely but then, terrible. But then he's also been in some absolute and utter gems as well. Yeah. Uh, he was, uh, do you remember, he was the villain in in Bruges, Harry. He was, you're right. And yeah. he was hilarious in that. Yeah, it's true. He was, he was terrifying, but with just so much comedy. Yeah. <sighs> He's, he can go either way, can't he, and in in, has done in his career. He's done some real corkers and some real yeah. rubbish. Um, that, particularly that in Bruges, there was a, put, a part of it that absolutely ruined me. We put, <laughs> we, the first time we watched it, I had to stop the film. Because uh, he took a phone call and it, it, it wasn't the outcome that he wanted and spent the uh, conclusion of the phone call smashing it to bits. And his wife bellows at him, what are you doing? It's an inanimate object. To which he replies, you're an inanimate fucking object. And that was it. That was <laughs> so enough that you Gone. A, what a perfect comeback! I just yeah. I couldn't. I couldn't process that. That was too much for me. It was too, too much information going <laughs> it was, in too fast. Yeah. It was not complicated humor by any stretch, but that ruined me. That was you were gone there. Yeah, yeah sometimes a line will hit you like that. He, he is very good, and I think what he's done with M is is amazing. He's really yeah. fantastic. Um, he's got the military bearing that M always had, mm-hmm. um, and. Uh, the way that Bond, you know, thinks he's a total knob when he first meets him and then, right. you know, they they grow to really respect each other in time. And, mm. uh, yeah, I think, it, yeah, really good. And actually choosing a black, older XJ for that character's personal car is spot on. Yeah, some good casting of the vehicle there. And it's not an XJR. That's too obvious. It's the sport. It's just a little bit,
1: yeah,
0: toned down. You know, it's not the, it's not the big supercharged V8 version. It's 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 the turbocharged diesel, and it's you know it's just that it's just right. It's just the right model. No, you're right. It's 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 perfection, really. Mm, I think so. He and the was... fact that it's not the current model. It's like yeah. sort of you know it's like a, it's a ten year old car that. You know, you assume he's had for, you know, forever, and it's just kind of. That's right. You can you can imagine the conversation of going. Do you want a new cargo No, that one's perfectly fine. Yes, exactly that. Yes, exactly that. Nothing wrong with this one. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Oh, I like that. No, very good. Right now it's my turn, isn't it? Yes.
1: You're up. (laughs) Here I come.
0: Right. Remember what I said. Villainous vehicle. This one. Uh, But we are back to a view to a kill. And uh, Jenny Flex and her Renault Fuego. Oh, strong choice, sir. That's not on my list. Mm. Yeah, okay, that is a strong choice. Yeah, oh, just I mean, regardless of that, the the bond connections of Fuego is a lovely thing. Really, they really got that. Are you sure that's affordable? I don't know. Mm, I'm I, to... I I would have to say, good luck finding one without gonna... even researching this. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm going in. Uh-huh. If I can spell it. Yeah, there we go. I've got nothing. Nothing. No. Okay. Uh, no, there's some really good pictures that I keep zooming in on, and they turn out to actually be really detailed scale models but they, they they look good they look real for a minute um oh let's see let's see ah there's one i've found one okay well i tell you what i've headed back to le bon coin um, okay no this one's in the uk this is uk registered oh go um, on then how it's much in, it's in burnley very rare Renault fuego 3 turbo in black fantastic order so running and driving mot tax this year it's a really good one um 12 grand that's and that's, that's not too bad is it that's I a classified mean, ad as well so that is that's the real price i've i've mm. found one uh should you want to travel to france uh uh basically the same model you just described actually um okay. so this is uh yep yeah, i don't know if I go turbo uh, it's a 1984 Okay, I'm trying to see um, when this one is, and um, this is oh, this is an eighty-two. Okay, so well, they're they're all thereabouts. Yeah. So this is nine thousand nine hundred euros, and in wonderful condition. yeah This one is this one. I will say black with uh, this one's right-hand drive, of course. This is a UK car, hmm. black with a grey and red velour interior. Um, um, this oh, one's in really good Grey and red in this one. This one has done. He does not say what the mileage is. <laughs> okay, this one is a uh, hundred and forty-five thousand kilometers. And my French, oh God, I'm going to. Uh, vehicle is in very good condition in general. Vehicle ha- uh, has been looked after by a Renault specialist. I think that means okay. Uh, Mine is genuine, uh, future collector's car, and comes with a six-month warranty. Okay. Wow, this... my, I will tell you what, my school French really is all right. That's <laughs> all right. That your schoolboy French has done you well there. <laughs> this one is at a at a dealer. It has been the subject of a restoration. It's been resprayed. The interior is original, truly iconic car, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, run it's MOT, taxed, ready to go. I'm just going to do an MOT check on it and see um, mm-hmm. if I can get the mileage. Oh, is it going to be a good one? It has done 83,000 miles. That is nothing. 83,000 miles. Wow. For 1982. It has... Wow, that's uh, that comes out at uh, one hundred and thirty-three and a half thousand kilometers. So really, not that different to the one oh, I found did. There. We've got two very equally matched there. However prices on both sides of the channel are uh, very reasonable yeah. and both the ones we looked at there were turbo so they are yes. sort of range topping there so Fuego three turbo yeah this one says it is the top of the range with all options on it yeah so there we go so there's room for maneuver in the downward direction there yeah yes absolutely if you can find one That maybe needs a little bit of work you could be you could be well below 10 grand for one of those now yeah and you would not see another one no you wouldn't they're not plentiful no no No. this one is absolutely lovely i have to say you forget how good of a design that was oh such a good design yeah this one's got the lovely lattice alloys on it as well oh it's dirty. dirty dirty little thing yes is, oh, headlamp washers. Oh. oh, my. Yes, with the little blades. Oh, look at that. Okay. Oh, and it's got yellow spotlights. How very French. Okay, right. Are you ready for this? Oh, go on, in In the UK, how many cars, have, how many Renault Fuego turbos have tax and MOT in this country oh, as this- of quarter... F- for 2020, you've gone on to how many left, haven't you? I have. How? Um, um, it's not going to be many, less than ten, I would Correct. say. Correct. Yes. There are six Renault Fuego turbos road legal in this country. Lie me. According That's to this, obviously. Really? Well, we've just one of them is on eBay. Yeah. <laughs> one uh, of the uh, six. No, <laughs> are supposedly a further twenty. Uh, registered as sawn right okay but they could be rust buckets uh, more than likely yes wow however, that is a rare or for 12 grand to get that kind of rarity however browsing through the french ones there i mean while i'm not going to go as far as to say plentiful mm. there's there's actually a selection uh, I well mean, there will be more in france won't there i mean there's bound to be i, I have one page of results and they're not all turds right okay they're so. all gonna be left and drive of course um. uh, they are but i could look past that for one of these they oh, look absolutely stunning design yeah that is the rear window i think yeah it's nice the whole thing it's it's yeah. a really good package mm. um, yeah they were having a good day they were well not uh not out of reach those. nope so there we go That's small consumer advice despite there. the rarity that's mm. interesting you don't often find a car as rare as that that is available for that kind of money not a decent car obviously some so you cars said... are some cars are rare for a reason. yeah <laughs> do, you, do you think that particularly in this country do you think it's too rare do you think that in... that's affected its value possibly i suspect you know i suspect what it is I think a lot of people have forgotten about them. Yeah. I, I genuinely think, I don't, I don't think at the time they were on sale, I don't think there were, would have been enough of them no. to register in general consciousness. I think it's one of those cars that people have just forgotten about. Mm-hmm. And everybody will know it if you showed them a picture of it. Do you remember this? It's, oh, yeah. Oh, they used to yeah. be everywhere. Yeah. But if you were to say, to some, you know, it never appears on anybody's, you know, must-have classics. Right. Um, I, I think people have forgotten about them. And, yeah, interesting. I, d- I mean, the fact that there are so few in the UK is amazing. Mm. Yeah. And the fact that you, can, you could have a car with that rarity um, for that kind of money. I suppose you have to think back to the time those would have been on sale. It's, it's like anything. At the time, you could we had a national car industry. Pe- people more often than not bought cars from the country they were in. Yes. Because you see that even today when you drive on the continent. When you go to France, there are a lot of French vehicles. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, whereas we, we have variety here because we don't have that car industry anymore, really. No. Uh, certainly no native brands anymore. No, that's probably fair to say. So yeah, this that'll go to some way of going, well, why there probably weren't a huge amount sold anyway, and why there's only six left now. Oh, there's only six left, yeah, that's amazing. Mm. Um, and the fact that the the only one that is for sale in the UK at the moment is an absolutely mint example, but it's only 12 grand. It's a that's, good one. it is a good one. that's a strong choice. I didn't have that on my list. Um, mm. absolutely affordable. And very special. Yeah. Good yep. choice. Good choice. I like that. Go on then. What, what have we got left? Oh, I'm going down to a completely, completely different place now. I'm I'm taking us to a whole other place of weirdness here. And we're going with the Leyland Sherpa van. Ooh. Oh. Oh, that's. The spy who loved me. The cylinder head gasket. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. that's the only thing that's wrong with it, is it? (laughs) It's a bit bent by the time they're finished with it. Mm. (laughs) It's a miracle that um, Richard Richard Keel ever got behind the wheel of that. Oh, I think it must have needed some serious modification. It can't have had a driver's seat in it. (laughs) Because we see him in it, but I don't know if we could actually say we see him driving it. No, you're probably right. I mean, his head is. I mean, he's looking down on the windscreen. He's pressed into the ceiling. I mean, i, I there can't have been a driver's seat. It does he, raise a question of what car did he actually drive? And his day-to-day existence—some sort of lorry, I expect. <laughs> I just I, there's no room for him. No, that—that that was a str- yeah, absolutely a strange choice. Um, I, I tell you what, there's a part of, there's a real sinister bit of me that would have said, wouldn't it be nice to see him sat in a Suzuki Cappuccino? He's, now you know the rule. <laughs> 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 Never drive a car that you are taller than than it is long. Could you, I just, uh, what do you think on a, on a scale? Oh, how much of him was sticking out? Oh, quite a bit. I've heard um, the wonderful Ed, Ed China talk about this because obviously he's quite a big fella mm. and he's always said he's had to choose his cars largely based on what he can fit into rather than any other criteria, which is why he's had so many Range Rovers. Yes. Oh, see I... it's, it's one of the few cars he can comfortably get in. I mean, the prospect of Rich Keel sitting in a Suzuki Cappuccino, I would think oh, you could see his waistband above the windscreen. Light. I suspect you, but he was an enormous guy. He's a big yeah. lad. He'd be steering with his belly button. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Yeah, that'd be bad. Mm. That'd be bad. But I think even the Sherpa fan, like you say, that he'd have been a squeeze. He didn't look comfy. No, he didn't. No, no, he didn't. But nevertheless, uh, I'm again. I'm struggling to actually find one <laughs> to prove whether it's affordable. But I, I think I'd be. Fairly no, safe I think you're it fairly safe that it it's affordable because it's not particularly desirable. It's Noblemont's one. No. But, nevertheless, uh, Bond was in it. Yeah, I mean, like you say, he was he was a passenger, wasn't he? he didn't? Um... No, she drove it, didn't she? Barbara Batch yeah. drove it. Yeah, that's right. And he made a couple of remarks. Yeah. Yes. The <laughs> Men <laughs> <laughs> no. drivers. Yes. Oh dear. And that was a bit spent by the time they were finished with it. Hmm. Not strictly her fault. No. No. Uh, but uh, I'd imagine I'd go at remodelling it. Yeah. yeah uh, to be honest, a Leyland Sherpa would have overheated and blown its head gasket in a damp, cold England, let alone driving across a desert. Oh, yeah. Even if it would have been absolutely pristine, fresh from the factory, they would never have made it where they were going. No, 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 no. No, no. <laughs> certainly not. Right. What, what else have we got? Because my list has dwindled. My brain's gone foggy. So I've what, got what? one more. Go I've on, then. One more. And, it, again, it is on the bounds of affordable. Right, okay. But it's a good one. Go on, then. It's a good one, and it's the Mustang Mark One from Diamonds Are Forever. Okay, yeah, that's. I think there's enough of them about for it to yeah. be between ten and twenty grand. Will get you yeah. quite a decent one. Yeah, they haven't yeah, gone silly price wise. They haven't. I suppose it, It's not. It's not the most desirable Mustang in the world, is it? Not at all. No, not at all. I mean, it's not a fox body by any stretch, but it's not... (laughs) We're not... No, we're not going there. No, absolutely (laughs) not. It's not... We're not from the 60s at this point. No, Um, no, we're not. Um, uh, But we are in... We're firmly in the 70s. We are. And They do have a certain coolness to them, if you like that kind of brash American muscle car kind of vibe. Yeah, it's it's... I do quite like it. I don't know if I'd want one, but I do like it. No, I don't think like I'd it. want one, but I do Yes, I don't dislike it. I think it's a reasonably attractive car. Um, I think it's uh, a bit of uh, Steve Coogan casting there as well. It's a bit of Steve Coogan casting, and of course, was also the star of the original Gone in 60 Seconds. Oh uh, yes, that's right. That was a Mac one, so yeah. it's got some it's got some provenance to it in the movie world. Um, yeah, and we all remember it in Diamonds Are Forever because of the way it goes in one way and pops out the other. Yes, one of the biggest bloopers, one of the biggest cock-ups. <laughs> yes, somewhat of a little filming faux pas in Bond movie history. Yes, I can tell that story if the listener would be interested.
1: Um, I know, yeah, I know I what so. happened.
0: I know what happened. They had this scene where Bond and Tiffany need to escape from the Las Vegas police and they uh, drive the car down an alley and there's a narrow bit of alleyway and Bond puts the car up on two wheels to get through the alleyway and come out the other end and escape the police. Well, the The filming of it going into the alleyway was done by an American stunt team who did it with the car down on its passenger side, so the right-hand side, because obviously left-hand drive car. That's right, yeah. So passenger down, driver up. That was how they did it. Fine, got the sequence, no problem at all. In between that being filmed... And the sequence of it coming out of the alleyway being filmed, which was in a, actually in a different part of the city, um, the director, Guy Hamilton, had to fly back to England for some sort of family emergency. And Cubby himself took over the, f- the direction of the filming of that sequence. Mm-hmm. But it, because of the delay, it was a different stunt team. And it was, it was a French stunt team who did the stunt the other way around with the driver's side down and the passenger up. And he filmed it and got the shot. Lovely. Cubby was happy with that. He hadn't seen the rushes of the other end of it. Um, And then when the director, Guy Hamilton, came back and it was in the editing suite and they'd got the two together and he realised, oh, no. Bollocks. They don't (laughs) match. Oh, so he went he went to Cubby and said, We've got to do it again. They don't match. The car the car is the wrong way round coming out of the alleyway. Cubby said, Well, we can't. We're 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 moving locations. The stunt team's gone. They've flown back to France. You know, it's gonna cost a fortune. We can't we can't do it again. We're running out of time, we're running out of money, we just we can't. You're gonna have to do something with it. And so the solution they came up with was an insert shot done in the studio a close-up on Jill St. John and Sean Connery in the car, uh, where they don't actually move the car, they move the camera uh, to make it look like the car briefly goes back on all four wheels and then up again on the other two wheels, Uh, which, of course, makes no sense, because if Mm -hmm. there was room Uh, to do that, you could have driven through normally. (laughs) Uh, uh, Yeah as as fixes go that's really somewhat papering over some cracks really bad it was really bad but i mean they thought of other things like they could flip the film but the problem is it's las vegas and there's all the neon signs saying casino and yeah and it, all of that would have been reversed and yeah it was just filming in las vegas was a nightmare anyway i mean you look at any of the shots oh. in that sequence and the pavement lined with people lined with people just staring at them. Well that's good because they cut Mo no casino's gonna shut and go, well I'm not losing that money, you lunatic. No, they couldn't do it. I mean they did have um because Howard Hughes was very big property owner in Las Vegas at the time and he was good friends with Cubby, but even he couldn't clear the streets down um, you know on a Saturday night for for Cubby to film his movie, so yeah, they had huge problems in Las Vegas. But that that sequence with the Mustang, yeah, it was a mistake, and there was very little they could do about it. So it's in the movie. <laughs> yes, definite boo-boo there. Yes, and much like um, the uh, the uh, the wheel bouncing off later on with the uh, moon buggy bit <laughs> off the moon buggy. Yes. No. Yeah, the three-wheeled moon buggy. Yeah, there were a lot of issues in that movie. That's fine. Yeah. That's fine. It's that was an issue, certainly, with that. That moon buggy again was a nightmare. It kept breaking, it kept falling apart, hence the wheel bouncing across the scene. That is actually only visible on widescreen prints of the film. So that was invisible for decades until <laughs> you know widescreen became a thing and then everybody could see it again. But, oh, <laughs> bollocks yeah, oh, it's back! <laughs> I thought we got away with that. <laughs> yeah. But uh, it's still one of my favourite films. Actually, Diamonds Are Forever. I think it is a strong. It's a strong movie. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, it's it, it's a good one. Um that that they, they had to. I mean, well, they thought in their eyes they had to hit back with something quite special, didn't they? Yeah, well, after On Her Majesty's Secret Service, which at the time was a bit of a disaster, Mm. and George Lazenby having left the series, yeah, they were were concerned that they were killing the franchise and they had to get Sean Connery back and they paid an enormous sum of money. In fact, it was the largest fee that had ever been paid to any actor anywhere at Mm. that point. I think it was the equivalent of... $1.2 million to come back for one more film. Plus, uh, he had a a deal with United Artists to make any two films that he wanted, pre-approved. Anything you want to do, we will finance two movies. Um, Only one film was ever actually made under that deal. But yeah, they, they courted him for a long time and paid him an absolute fortune. But to his credit, he gave all of that money away. He used it to start the Scottish Education Trust and uh, yeah, he didn't keep a penny of it. Yeah, um, fair play. Uh, but he came back for the for the one, which gave them just enough time for Roger Moore to become available. So that yeah, out okay. But well, uh, that's it, and that that, that lived on another guys, then, didn't it? Yeah, yeah absolutely. But it's all a good, was well. It's a good film. There is another affordable car in Diamonds Are Forever, of course, which is the Triumph Stag. Ah yes, yeah. yeah. so which he does drive. but which he uh, does drive. He does yeah. not own that. That belongs to Peter Franks. Yes, that's right. Indeed, when um, he driver. We see it going on the uh, the hovercraft when there were such things going across the channel. Oh, you remember that when you can go across the channel quite quickly? Um, <laughs> yes, indeed. Um, um, um yeah. yeah, yeah, this is true. Uh, obvi- A yellow Triumph Stag. Obviously, he didn't use it for particularly long because it will overheat. Oh, absolutely no he just used it to get across the channel and obviously he'll have had to abandon it in some back street in amsterdam because it will just be gone um but yeah. uh, uh again affordable you can get them for you know yeah. i'm not going to say you're going to get a, a show car for less than 10 grand but they're, they're out there yeah that's uh, that's very good i like that because he's been mm. behind the wheel it's not obscenely priced it's very cool as well they yeah, very cool um mm. yes i i have a, a friend who uh, who has one and uh which i and i have i have been in it and it's oh very good it's wonderful yeah mm. yes i i stole two places there in the list by mentioning the stag <laughs> that that's fine you can steal away because i'd run out so that's oh, you'd fine. run out oh we're okay. yeah. well and i think we're going to end on the triumph stag which is a strong place to end so yep. well that's good but let's all head off to the various websites and go and find one Well, I think uh, that's probably enough of that for this week. Uh, Check us out on uh, all the various social medias and things. Uh, Thank you very much for listening.